Hey friends, and welcome to the Mind and Body Strong podcast, a place for women to redefine their relationship with food in their bodies, tune into their inner wisdom, and become the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Katie Pichinowski, a health and mindset coach, intuitive eating and health at every size advocate, nap queen, and bookworm. Join me each week for empowering conversations, stories, and actual steps to help you master your mindset and drop the obsession around food and your body so you can love the skin you're in. I can't wait to guide you towards unlocking your highest potential. And that journey starts right now. Let's jump in. Today, I have another very special guest for you on the Mind and Body Strong podcast. And before I introduce her to you, I want to be able to give you a quick little introduction. So we have a conversation about my friend's health and fitness journey. I love being able to bring so many different people from all walks of lives to be able to share their own story that they've experienced with health and fitness. But I wanted to also reiterate that although some people might talk about their stories and may mention different weights or weight loss or numbers, that this isn't something I want you to ever compare yourself to. That your story is just as unique and important as someone else's. What I aim to do with Mind and Body Strong podcast is to really help people of all sizes from every walk of life be able to feel empowered in their own skin and be able to live an amazing, fulfilled life. So as we talk about these things, I hope that you can just take away the different mindsets and be able to see yourself in their own journeys to be able to expand upon your own. So I'm really excited to begin to share even more stories about so many people and how they've been able to find their way with health and fitness and feel empowered in their own bodies and just build a better relationship with food. So I'm very excited to bring you another guest to the Mind and Body Strong podcast. And without further ado, this is my chat with my friend, Katie. All right, welcome to the Mind and Body Strong podcast. I have a really special guest. Her name's Katie. Say hey. Hey, everybody. <laughs> she is my super awesome friend. Actually, we connected on Instagram, what was it, probably like a year and a half ago over our mutual love of peanut butter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so she is just a gem, and she shares all kinds of healthy recipes. She is like really, really great at sharing all of her really pretty pictures of food like I am not, <laughs> but she has had a really inspirational health and fitness journey herself, and so I really wanted to bring her on here to share her story and how she's gone through all the ups and downs. I know both of us had chatted a lot about binge eating and how we are kind of working through that. So Katie, I'd love for you to just kind of give yourself a little introduction and then just tell us about your health and fitness journey. All right. Well, hey, everybody. My name is Katie, of course. My other best friend here, Katie. Um, (laughs) We connected on Instagram a while back, and it was just so cool to get to know her through our similar interest in health and fitness and come to find out we have so many things in common. So we have been able to connect through that also. Um, but my health and fitness journey started probably in 2015. So I've always kind of struggled with self-confidence, my body image and my weight. I've never necessarily been overweight, but it's always been something that I struggle with and I've always kind of been uncomfortable of with myself. And 
after I graduated high school in 2014, I gained the dreaded freshman 40 for me. <laughs> and after that, I, I got to New Year's of 2015 and I said something has to change because I wasn't happy with myself anymore. I didn't feel like myself. And in high school, I never worked out. I didn't do any kind of exercise besides dance. And that was about it. I kind of just ate whatever I wanted, but I was active because of dance. And it kind of hit me whenever I started college and I wasn't as active anymore. I was eating fast food and I was going to class and just running around all the time and I gained a lot of weight. And so that put me at my heaviest weight of all time. And that's when I decided I've got to do something different because I was unhappy with myself and that started to affect my relationships and just kind of everything in my life. I was, I will, I was in a kind of depressive state because I was just so unhappy with where I was at. So January, 2015, I decided to make the change and I started really slow and I just made very small changes and that's where it all began. So then I, I kind of got obsessed with being healthy and exercising. And next thing you know, like I had lost the weight that I gained and I just felt so much better and I was so much happier. And at that time, I wasn't following any type of meal plan or any type of diet or any exercise plan. I was literally just eating what I thought was healthy and what I thought was a good exercise routine. So then I began to kind of get into exercise programs and follow meal plans and things like that. And I feel like that kind of sent me downhill. Because yeah, I whatever I you there too, Katie, because I want to like really differentiate that too, because like you did so well on your own and like, I mean, how long did you, would you say that it took you to get to that place where you had lost all the weight? It probably took a little over a year. I went really slow with it. I made very small changes. So it probably took at least a year. Mm -hmm. I, I was able to lose 50 pounds, but it, it was not quick and it was not an easy process, but I was able to do it on my own. But then I was you know, so obsessed with health and fitness, like I wanted to try everything and do what other people were doing. And I feel like that, that kind of messed me up a little bit. And so it kind of sent me into this pattern of being so strict on a diet or following a meal plan or an exercise routine to where whenever I didn't follow it, I just... I overate and I didn't exercise and I thought, well, I haven't been able to have this. So let me just eat as much as I can right now. So it became this repetitive pattern. And then finally I would get my mindset back and then I would just do what I do and it works. <laughs> and then I would try to follow something again and the same thing would happen. And I've never been diagnosed with binge eating disorder, but I feel like I kind of have it a little bit and it 
it's so hard for me because it's always at nighttime whenever I feel these binges come on. And I, it's like if I have restricted myself and then whenever I have the availability to eat what I want, like I, I go overboard. And I struggled for that for a really long time and even now a little bit. And it's mainly with peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter is the death of us. <laughs> it, is, it is the devil. But with that being said, I, I still kind of struggle with it a little bit. But I feel like the dieting aspect, mm. what caused that, and being so strict. There's a and, bug behind you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> I think that was a night bug coming to like the lights or something. <laughs> <laughs> a little oh, I hate bugs. But yes, so So what was like your your mindset? I'm curious because you had taken a year and it sounded like when you were first starting your fitness journey from January, I think you said twenty fifteen. Yes. Okay. Um and you went on that year long process of getting yourself healthy and feeling better. Did you ever experience binge eating at that point? No, okay. I didn't. That's really what I want to hear more about is like, what was your mindset around food when it was just you doing your own thing versus when you kind of came into more of the diet culture, meal plans, like very restrictive dieting? So whenever I first started, like I said, I just kind of ate what I thought was healthy and I wasn't so restrictive. I, I made those small changes, like instead of eating fried foods, I would eat baked or grilled. And I did fine because even every now and then I would have what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And that's how I took it really slow. I didn't, I didn't make those big changes. I didn't make strict changes and not allow myself to have anything. But then, I don't know, it's kind of like a pattern. It's like I'll do my own thing and then if I follow something else and I get out of that pattern but I know what works for me and it's just eating healthy but also allowing myself to have the unhealthy things that I want because if I don't let myself have them I'm going to wind up eating twice the amount that I would anyway so it it comes down to if I allow myself to have something that I consider unhealthy then whenever I have it in my house I'm not gonna like eat a whole carton of ice cream at one time it it becomes to where I can have it but pass it up mm -hmm. and I don't know it I've just I've struggled so much with the rep, the repetitive pattern and I, I mean at one point I thought I needed to see a counselor or something and like be diagnosed with binge eating disorder because it got really bad but I think it's also like my mindset. But whenever I have a binge, it's like I can't pull myself out of it. It's like yeah. I, I just feel like I can't stop myself. And so that's, that's been a really big struggle for me. And just accepting myself, mm. that it's just always been really hard for me because anybody can tell me, oh, you, you're fine. You don't need to lose weight or anything like that. But it comes down to how I feel about myself. So I've struggled with that also. But at some point, we have to come to the realization that we are who we are and we have to love ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such an important thing, even though 
uh, I struggle with that still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there was so many great things you talked about in there and, you know, mindset is one of them, but I think what you can see throughout your journey is like when you started to control things based on external factors, that's where it kind of went crazy. When you were doing so well listening to your internal in intuition of kind of knowing what to eat. And I, I'm curious to know then what was your self-talk like when you were doing, when you're doing your own thing and allowing yourself to indulge in treats and do all those things versus when you're trying to follow something very strict, what's your self-talk like? It's much better when I'm doing my own thing because whenever I'm being restrictive, like I, I can remember times that I would go somewhere, like even to a restaurant or something, and I would say, I can't have this because I'm doing, I'm on this diet right now. Or I would take my containers or something into a store or into a restaurant. And it, if it came to where like my friends and Hunter also, they, and my, my mama and brother, like they, they would kind of, you know, downgrade that and at that time I thought I was doing the best for myself but I wasn't and um, I wouldn't allow myself to have anything and I would just constantly tell myself you can't have that that's unhealthy you're gonna gain weight if you eat one bad thing and I would constantly be on the scale and beat myself up about it because I couldn't have something so whenever I'm doing my own thing my self-talk is better. I'm like, oh, you can have this. It's not going to be a big deal. It's not going to make you gain all this weight back just by eating one bad thing. Mm -hmm. So it's much better whenever I'm just listening to my body, <laughs> listening mm -hmm. to myself and doing what's best for me and doing what works best for me. Yeah. And I think that's so, so powerful too. And what I think more people need to hear is that their, their bodies really do know what to do if we just allow ourselves to listen to them, right? Right. When we're in this culture that's swarming with all of these things that we're doing the diets in, name, in the name of health, and when they're so, they're so uh, camouflaged now as lifestyle diets, as like, this is good for you. Like, yeah, you're eating all this food, but there's still this, this mental health aspect of it that... I see it played into your journey a lot as well. It's like the self-talk was completely different when you were allowing yourself to have foods and knowing they're always available versus I can't have this right now and how much that weighs on your mental health mm -hmm. and how much that also weighs on maybe your self-image as well. Yeah. So I know you mentioned that towards the end of your, the first part of your story is that self-image is kind of a, a struggle as well. Yes. I've always kind of struggled with that. And like I said earlier, anybody can tell you, oh, you don't need to lose weight or whatever. But I've always just kind of struggled with that. And I've, I've just got to learn to accept myself. And I've been better. But I think it's a process. And it's something that we have to learn. Mm -hmm. No, it absolutely is. It's something I myself struggled with for most of my life. And now that I'm just... I went through a very similar journey as you where I never really went on diets until maybe about three years ago and got very obsessed very quickly and very quickly started going through the yo-yo cycling of gaining and losing weight and feeling unworthy almost when I did gain the weight back. And 
it took me kind of going through all of that and really um, watching Katie go through her journey and her discovering all of this really inspired me to kind of take a look at my own journey and realize what is, is this really working for me? So I thank you to that because you share your open honesty about your story and what you were going through and how you were working through it was inspiring to me. Yes. Well, you inspire me every day and I'm so glad we were able to connect through our love for health and fitness. Although we have kind of taken different directions in that aspect, but it was so great to be able to connect in that way. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that it's, it's great to have people who are supporting each other in all different areas and just letting them know, like when things are not going great, that, Hey, you know, it's holding that highest version of each other to, and saying, Hey, you got this, you know, like, I know, I know what your goals are and we're going to keep pushing each other. And um, as I mentioned earlier, Katie has a really awesome Instagram account that she shares all her food on. So I will link that because it's really, really great. And she shares some (laughs) Southern recipes. What's it called again? Well, I have goals, growth, gains as an fitness account. That is the account that I started. I think it was in 2017, actually. So I was kind of two years into really being into health and fitness and I decided to make that account and I was really hesitant at first because I didn't want my friends or people from around where I live to be like why is she making that account she you know she's not a personal trainer she's she's not really in shape she all that so I was really hesitant about making it but honestly I have had so many people reach out to me because of that account because I I'm just a real person like everybody else and that's what I like to share is the real life struggles and where I've come from to where I am now. But also I do like to cook a lot. I like to cook healthy stuff and all the unhealthy stuff. So I made another account. It's called Southern Done Simple. (laughs) And that's where I put all of my food and it's not all healthy stuff. Definitely not. Um, but I just started that. So it, it's getting there. Just don't have everything ready for it yet. I don't have a lot of posts. <laughs> well, I love everything that you have been sharing and it's, I'm so glad that you did start sharing your journey because it allowed not only us to connect, but for you to inspire right. so many people. Yes. So before we end our little chat here, I'd love to hear just a few simple tips from you to someone who's starting out on their health and fitness journey, what would you tell them in starting their journey? Just a few tips to help them get started. The thing that I always tell people whenever they are trying to start a health and fitness journey is to start small because that's what I did and it worked for me. And I just feel like if you make small changes, those small changes add up. If you work towards a goal every day, you can reach that goal. So I would not try to make a drastic change or do something that you're uncomfortable with or try a really hard workout routine or really strict diet plan, I would do what's best for you. Make small changes. Eat what you like. Don't try to force yourself to eat vegetables that you hate because you're going to get burnt out quick. Same thing with workouts. If you do workouts that you hate, you're going to get burnt out quick. So I would start small. And do things that you enjoy. Because if you 
if you eat foods that you like and exercise exercises that you like, you're more likely to stick to it. Yes. Beautifully said. Well, thanks for joining us here and having this little chat and sharing your story, Katie. I enjoyed it, Katie. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening into the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. Before you go, could you do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes? This is how the podcast can be discovered by more people and impact even more lives. And don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories at Katie Pijanowski so I can see what you're listening into. I love you all so much and I'll catch you again on next week's episode.